0: Radio Sport Breakfast. So that was Roger Tuivasa-Shek last night at the launch for the Warriors, of course. So they start out with a game against the Rabbitohs next weekend. The NRL season kicks off in eight days from now. But that was the big news last night. Joining us now on the program is Cameron George, your Warriors Chief Executive. Cameron, how close were you to losing Tuivasa-Shek? do you think?
1: Oh, look, as I said before, Jens, um, you know, Roger's just a quality person and an exceptional footy player. So he's always in a track interest. And, um, you never can be too confident in these situations but I was quietly satisfied of you know the progress we were making uh, well before Christmas and over Christmas as well and um, we're just glad now it's done uh, and we can move on with the season and take on the challenges ahead.
0: In, in the end, whose wallet was more threatening to taking him away? Was it South's wallet or New Zealand Rugby's?
1: Oh no, I've got no idea to be honest with you, I was just focusing on what we could offer and Look, it doesn't all just come down for dollars. It comes down around opportunities and the challenges, and uh, Roger's a very determined person, and he wants to succeed. And the opportunity that exists at uh, the New Zealand Warriors is the fact that he can lead us into um, into an era that we've never been to before, and that's winning competitions. And uh, I'm as passionate as him about trying to achieve that, and together we both bind to where we want to go with it, and him to be the captain of a club that can achieve those... Um, results are something special so you know it's not just about the money um you know he, he's certainly up for the challenges
0: what does the re-signing of Tuvasa Shek actually mean for your club Cameron and why the four-year deal
1: look it means everything um you know it's important for people to see that um you know we're staying and sticking together uh through the period uh that we are in now and um but we're doing it for the right reasons because we're mapping out what it's going to look like over the next three to four years. And Roger and I have had in-depth discussions what that can look like. And um, so it's it's majorly important for our fans and our our corporate partners to see our captain of our club buy into that. Um, And then secondly, um, you know, it's just, it's just great that his fellow players can see that their leader's sticking around. So really excited about that.
0: And, and does that help sign perhaps some of your other big names that might be coming off, off the books in the next year or two?
1: Oh, absolutely. You know, it's all about retention, um, of players. And, you know, most important, it's about who you let go as well. Um, but Roger is a major draw card for us for in domestic players and also players that we could be talking to offshore and, um, Whilst ever we have a quality leader like Roger, we're always going to be putting ourselves in a good position to sign quality players.
0: You also confirmed last night that Ngano has been released by the club and is going to take up a two-year deal with the Raiders. What's the story behind that?
1: Oh, look, um, you know, Atah obviously had a view with Blake Green signing um, that it might have impeded in his pathway forward. We certainly didn't believe that. We thought it would benefit Utter's long-term future, but... Um, Look, at the end of the day, we um, we just want Arthur to be happy and uh, he's um, he sought that release and uh, it's been granted and um, maybe we wish him all the best. He's a terrific kid and um, he's been a wonderful um, contrib- contributor to the club.
0: Is this an admission from coach Stephen Kearney maybe that Utter would not have had much game time this season?
1: No, not at all. Not at all. Uh, Stephen's a big fan of Atta, Um and really at the end of the day, he approaches on, on the basis he wants to move on. and. Look, it's important we also acknowledge that you know, sometimes players just need a change of scenery and, and, a, and other opportunities pop up. So we we thought about it and um, we didn't want to stand enough as well. He's a terrific kid, as I said, and we wish him all the best.
0: How big a blow was that to you, though, as far as the depth and the halves is concerned?
1: Oh, no, not, not at all. We've got a lot of depth. We've got some tremendous young kids coming through. You know, you've got Basin you know, Lane, you've got... Nell Harris, Tweed, you've got um, you know, Hayes, Perham. There's, there's so many kids here that are just starting to realise their potential. And um, I really saw that over the off-season, gents, when all the superstars were away playing in the World Cup. Uh, these young kids had the opportunity to work with Alex Corvo during a period of time where none of the senior players were here. And you could really see the leaders stand up. And um, we've got some fantastic depth uh, through the halves. And at the same time, you know, we're always looking. And um, at this time of the year, you see a lot of changes at clubs when they start to reshape their rosters going into the season.
0: Cameron George with us, the chief executive of the Warriors 714, your radio sport breakfast. Also overnight, Cameron, it's been confirmed that Denver will host uh, the Kiwis and England for three test matches, one a year for this year and the next two. Are you on board with releasing your players for these fixtures and are you compelled to do so?
1: I've said all along that we'll always support. We have an obligation to the Kiwis organisation and and we'll always support it, naturally. Um, And what I've always said is that at the right time, we'll assess our players on a welfare basis. To me, um, it's a significant hurdle in terms of travel. Uh, You couldn't have wished for a worse uh, week to put it on for us because... If you're going to pick the the team that we have to travel furthest to, furthest to in the domestic competition, <clears throat> sorry, in the NRL competition, it's Townsville. And who do we play two days before we go to Denver? And it's Townsville and Town, it's Cowboys in Townsville. So these guys are going to travel to Townsville. Then they're going to go to Denver two days later. Um, then they got to come back on the Tuesday, and then we play the Sharks on the Friday night. Now, at this stage, um, we're supporting the test, but our players will be assessed on a welfare, and, and I can tell you if they're not 100% right, they won't be going. Um, it's important that uh, NZRL know that. I've, I've told Alex that, um, and we'll, we'll continually talk to them about how best we can get them there and get them home safely.
0: What if they're, like, 90% right?
1: No. No, no, absolutely not. Like, it's important that we look after our players. You know, we've got 24 rounds in the NRL. We've got fans jumping out of the trees and telling us that we've been performing poorly. Um, So if they're not 100% right to go and perform at an international level, they won't be travelling that distance. The the travel's the biggest hurdle that you'll find from all clubs.
0: Uh, It's being reported in Sydney in one of the papers, Cameron, that clubs will face fines if they don't release players for this game. Is that the case?
1: Oh look, we, i haven't been told—I haven't been told that at all. Um, but I mean, I'd rather have the argument over welfare, and I'm pretty sure fines won't be imposed when they're talking about the best interests of a player's welfare. Um, you know, at the end of the day, we are supporting the test. Uh, who goes? Time will tell.
0: All right, Cameron. Awesome. Well, congratulations.
1: <laughs> Thank you.
0: Yeah. Thank you.